0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. And what this is going to be is my origin story. I'm going to tell my origin story in several parts. So what I mean by that is, you know, you might be wondering what led me to this point, you know, and and who am I anyway? Uh, So I think it's important to know the background of someone who is doing something like this. So the best analogy that I can think of is the the Marvel series, you know, where over the course of nine years and 20 some movies, they it it led to the largest grossing movie of all time, Endgame. So the the one of the best things about you know that series is that you you really get to know each character. Each character has its own origin story, and I mean I'm no superhero, but you get to know you know you build up some momentum with each character with their origin story, and you know that's I think that's that's what makes that series so great. So, um, you know some of my earliest memories uh, are wanting to be outside. Uh, my mom used to tell me that when I was really small, I couldn't say the word "outside," so I would stand by the door and say "out guide, out guide." Um, so, in our neighborhood, when I was like six or seven years old, some of us neighborhood kids would we would grab. Uh, like our mom's cleaning buckets, you know, those like two or three gallon buckets. We would grab those and I can remember like slinging it over my bike handle and then we would take off to one of the local streams. And there was one stream, uh, the closer one, it was like right, right across the street and right like down through the woods. And that stream had a lot of frogs. Of course, I at that age I loved frogs. And so we would head over there with with our buckets and our butterfly nets and we would go catch frogs. And you could catch like any kind of frog over there. There were like small green frogs and the spotted leopard frogs and like the trophy was if you could catch a big bullfrog. And so usually where we would see a real big one is in the sewer pipe that went underneath the road so we were small enough at that time we could actually climb through the sewer pipe and try to catch you know this huge bullfrog that was in there and i don't know i don't know why we never caught him but this thing was it was you know he was massive and then the other thing over there that we always wanted to catch and this would have been this would have been like the grand trophy of everything was a muskrat uh, we would see the muskrat in the tunnel and one one of us would flush him out to the other side, and then we would try to catch him. And you know, trying to catch a muskrat in a butterfly net that's you know like ten inches across is is not you know, it's not gonna happen. so i I mean, I have no idea what we would have even done with this thing, uh, you know, if we had caught it. So we would head over there and get the frogs, and then there was another stream which was, a little further away um, it was it ran right in front of the where the WDEL was um, and so that was that was a really cool one too because that one actually had lots of other things that one had like crayfish and minnows and like aquatic newts and stuff like that so I was like infatuated with crayfish, right? Like I was like totally in love with crayfish. And so that was like one of the things that we really went after. And uh, so one day I can remember we were down there and I was probably like six or seven or something like that. And then this, this other kid was there and he was probably a few years younger than me. And he sort of, sort of gave me my first lesson about money. So he, I, you know, I was like, I would do anything to like catch a crayfish and like be able to like take it out of the bucket and study it. And so this kid catches a crayfish, the only one we caught that day. And, um, and I was like, I was like, man, I'll give you a dollar for it. And, and the kid looks at me and he's like, money is in everything. And, you know, I didn't know at the time if, if, like, maybe he was, like, legit or if he was kind of just parroting back something that, you know, his, his parents had said or whatever. And I was like, okay, do we have a deal? And he's like, uh, well, all right. <laughs> so money isn't everything, but he's like, all right. Uh, and I was like, okay. Keep the crayfish, and I'll be back with a dollar. And of course, I—I I was bluffing. I didn't—I didn't have a dollar. I thought maybe, maybe if I said that he would, he would be like, you know, maybe you could just have it or whatever. So I—I I, I didn't have a dollar to my name. So you know, I went home, tried to figure it out, and couldn't. And I hope at least that the kid eventually, you know, let the crayfish go. So the thing that would happen with this whole situation, um, is that when we, when we caught these things, um, they would end up in a bucket in the garage and I would be taking them out and studying them and looking at them and all this stuff. And eventually, um, you know, these aquatic creatures that need moving water, you know, they're not going to do too well. So, um, unfortunately, uh, several of those guys lost their lives in the garage. And, uh, I think it happened more than once that my dad found a a frog dried up, you know, on the floor of the garage. Um, so I remember one time, uh, we went down to the, the creek that had all the crayfish and, and it was like in the evening in the summer. And so a couple of the dads went with us. So we all rode our bikes down there. You know, all of us kids were like, oh, we're going to show our dads like how we do this and everything. So we went down there and we were like in the best, like in the best crayfish area. And we were, you know, trying to catch crayfish and all this stuff. And I managed to catch this crayfish. It was the hugest crayfish of all time. This thing had to be... This thing had, it looked like a small lobster. It had to be like seven or eight inches long. I couldn't believe it. It was like a trophy, you know? And I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. And I was like, yeah, I put it in the bucket. I was like, dad, can we take it home? And he said, no. And I was like, what do you mean we can't take it home? This is like the biggest crayfish I've ever caught in my life. And he's like, no, it's just going to die in the garage. And I was like... And I was like heartbroken because this was a prize. But I, you know, I learned something from that and that, you know, it's not a good idea to take these critters home and let them die in a bucket in the garage, right? I mean, you know, that's not a good idea. So it kind of changed the way that I looked at the whole thing like the frogs and the crayfish and everything like that. Like maybe, maybe it's okay to catch them and put them into a bucket for a little while, but then you want to, you know, you want to release them. Um, So another thing that, that, you know, my dad got me into was fishing and we would, we would go fishing, you know, all over the place. And I remember one time, it was actually my first official fishing trip. So what he did was he got this one of those big aluminum wash tubs and we caught the fish and put the fish like into this wash tub thing and I like stood there like transfixed like hours watching these things. And that was like one of the, you know, as I remember it, that was that was one of the amazing experiences growing up. There's also this famous story of when when we went to Florida, my dad's parents, my grandparents lived right near Lake Kissimmee, which is near Orlando. And so the plan was that my mom would take us kids to Disneyland while my dad and his buddies went fishing. So I, I don't know how old I was at the time, probably I don't know, like five or six years old. And this there's this famous story about how, you know, we're planning this out and you know, my dad's making plans for his fishing trip and my mom is making plans for us to go to Disneyland. And I say, no, I want to go with dad. And they're like, what? What do you mean? You don't want to go to Disneyland? I'm like, I want to go spend the day on the lake. (laughs) So no one could believe that, uh, I don't know how old I was, five, six, seven-year-old kid would rather go sit on a boat on a lake all day you know, with his dad rather than going to Disneyland. Um, so, but I have to say, even to this day, I'm, I'm going to take spending the day on the lake to Mickey Mouse anytime. So that was kind of like how my early childhood years went. And I, you know, I kept doing, those were the kinds of things that I did uh, growing up. And that kind of led me right into high school. And in high school um we will have to wait uh, for the next episode so stay tuned and the next episode we'll talk about high school and beyond thanks